Well, it's no surprise that prices continue to soar in February, despite a modest improvement in supply. In today's podcast, I'm going to provide summary points from an analysis of the February 2022 market stats, as well as key insights into the various residential housing markets. The GTA housing market remained in a tight seller's market during February, even as the number of new listings began to trend upwards. The 9,095 homes that sold last month represented the second highest February on record, declining 17% from the high of 10,925 sales a year ago, but remaining 29% above the 10-year average, which was 7,048. Total sales reached 118,563 during the latest 12-month period, continuing to trend lower after hitting a high of 129,188 sales in the year ending June 2021. These numbers are still quite low, people. New listings jumped by 77% month over month in February, a much stronger increase than normally seen for this time of year. While new listings were down 7% year over year in February 2022, the decline was less than the decline recorded for sales for the third straight month. As a result, the ratio of sales to new listings fell to a nine-month low of 64%, which is still considered a seller's market. It's worth noting that the 69% monthly increase in active listings was still not enough to keep inventory levels from rising meaningfully as <clears throat> supply remained below one month, 0.8 to be exact, for the fifth consecutive month. <clears throat> At 6,985 units, active listings were down 20% annually and were 49% below the 25-year average of, of 13,826 units. Intense competition for homes caused average selling prices to rise 7% month over month and 28% year over year in February to a record high of 1.33 million. With homes selling for a record 116% of asking price, the average selling price in February rose by 92,000 over January and by 290,000 compared to a year ago. Compared to two years ago, just prior to the onset of COVID-19, prices have increased by 47%, so just over $425,000. Information coming in suggests that the market has eased somewhat during March uh, 2022, likely due to a combination of more supply, high prices, and the psychological impacts of the first interest rate increase by the Bank of Canada just over a couple of weeks ago since 2018, and heightened uncertainty stemming from the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Despite the downward outlook for global economic growth as a result of this conflict, it's expected that the Bank of Canada will remain focused on fighting off inflation, which surpassed 5% for the first time since 1991 during January and faces continued upward pressure due to ongoing supply chain issues, soaring gas prices, and an, economic, and an economy operating with little spare capacity. <clears throat> Most bank econo economists expect the Bank of Canada's policy rate to rise from its current 
0.50% level to about 1.50% by year end. The bond market is already pricing in higher rates with yields on five-year Government of Canada bonds rising to their highest levels in over four years as of mid-March. So expect interest rates to rise. There'll be another uh, increase in a couple of weeks or a couple of months at the latest, and perhaps a third uh, increase uh, before even the start of the summer. The resulting rise in mortgage rates is expected to lead to more moderate levels of housing demand, although sales are likely to remain supported by a large number of buyers still waiting on the sidelines and record numbers of new immigrants. The um, influx of new immigrants and the immigration policy is going to put a lot of pressure on current um, levels in the market. So that's going to put pressure on prices, which are expected to trend upward, continue to trend upwards um, as we move into the summer market. I would like to point out that with buyers having been qualified at notably higher rates, the stress test, which is still in force, then still currently available in the market, the impact on demand is likely to fully materialize only after a number of interest rate increases. As this occurs, the market should rotate from exp expensive detached properties to condo apartments, which appears to be already underway when examining the latest monthly trends. Condos and rentals stand to benefit from the sharp erosion in affordability caused by the substantial level of price growth for low-rise housing, detached, semi-detached, over the past two years, which will worsen as interest rates move up. The strongest monthly gain in prices was for condo apartments, rising 7% from January. Nonetheless, annual price growth for condo apartments continue to trail other housing types at 25%. Compared to the pre-pandemic period two years ago in February 2020, condo prices were up 20%, versus 61% price growth for detached houses and a 53% increase in prices for semi-detached, row houses, and townhouses. While the February data depicted a market still showing strong upward price momentum, the March data will likely show some level of calm starting to set in. The March numbers will be out in approximately 10 days. I'll do a deep dive into those numbers in an upcoming podcast. As always, you can reach out to me, Nico James Bach, a realtor at Royal LePage Signature Realty, through my various channels, Instagram, uh, Nico underscore real estate, uh, my Facebook business page, Real Estate with Nico, or through my website, www.realestatewithnico.com. You can also just call me, which might be faster and easier in some cases. Um, that's it for this episode. Um, I will be... Uh, in touch with you in a new with a new episode uh, in about a week, uh, and if the numbers if the March numbers are in by that time, I'll do a deep dive. If not, then the episode will be on another topic uh, in the ever changing world of residential real estate. Ciao.